0: listen so i'm complaining about this new phone service that i have that i absolutely do not like and i'm not going to see here and say that i do because i do not like this new service plan that my husband got i don't like it and maybe it's because i've had at&t forever and I never had a problem out of at and but this one on today, this one we have now is trash. And I'm very serious, and I'm very close to driving to their business and telling them your service is trash. But I ain't. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it with the bad. I ain't going to do it for me. I'm not. I ain't going to do it. I'm just going to suck it up and keep it moving. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to suck it up and I'm going to keep it moving because everything about this, these people is wrong. I've never had a problem out of Any of my phones dealing with AT&T, even Sprint, literally like never. Now my TikTok, when I go to make a video, I got all this static in it. When I get on Duo, it's all this static in it. It freezes, and I can't receive notification for when Duo calls or whatever the case may be. It's slow. When I go on any social media, it just spins and spins and spins and spins and spins. And like, it's just, it's trash It's it's just trash. It, it's just trash. And that's just what it is. It's trash. And I ain't going to put it out there. I'm not, I'm just going to say that company is trash and I really never liked them anyway. Cause one, they're expensive and they're just trash period. They're just trash. So it is what it is, but that's not where we are today. We're talking about how are you building God's house? And we're in First Kings chapter nine. So let us just focus on that. And now I I can't do like i'm I'm just telling y'all, it's it's trash. um it's it's totally trash. It's totally, totally trash. like literally it's trash. I I don't like it like I don't like I hate it I ain't even gonna lie like it's it's, it's trash it's trash it's trash it's trash so with that being said I'm gonna move on from there because I could stay there for for a minute but I don't like it and it's trash now everybody else they might be fine with it they might not have any problems with it but I do and it's not the user it's the company period so so I'm just gonna leave it right there. And sometimes we do. Sometimes we, we think we're making the right choices. Sometimes we're making the right decision because of a price, or their plan, or the service, or whatever it guys may be. We make we we go buy a car. We we need a new car. So we go and it looks good all on the outside. Oh yeah, but you might want to read the fine print because there's some some bugs and some issues. And I don't like it, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that I I just I don't like it I don't. I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't like it. So with that being said, we're just moving on from there, okay? So we're just moving on from there, and so that's just where we are. So I just said I was not gonna stay there and complain about that thing, didn't I? Yeah, I know, right? <sighs> Cause it's trash, it's trash, it's trash, it's trash. Trash, trash 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 all right so i'm moving from this place and can y'all share this to your pages can y'all share this can y'all share this uh it's 205 i know some of you were like oh i'm so used to you come on at 12. well i had an appointment today and so i wasn't going to be done by 11. well by by noon are by time to get to the house and get all this stuff situated i wasn't going to be done and so I didn't wanna. I didn't want. I canceled yesterday. Um, I did. I canceled yesterday. See, I'm telling y'all, man, this phone is just trash. It's trash. It's not the phone. It's the. It's the company. They are just trash. I can't. Like I just. I can't. I just. It's. Just, it's too much. It is. I can't get the service. Uh, it's just horrible. It is, y'all. It is. It is totally, totally horrible. I, I, it just spins and, spins and spins and spins and spins and spins and spins, and it is just simply horrible. And it really is, y'all. It's horrible. It's horrible. But it is what it is, right? So I'm going to go ahead and get, hey, Rachel. Hey, Gwen. How are y'all doing today? Boost Mobile isn't better since they paired with T-Mobile. I didn't say it. You said it. Hey, Gwen, I noticed I was in the video that Bishop posted. Love and miss you guys. I know, I love and I miss you too as well. Y'all go ahead. Hey, Amber. Amber, it's, you know, Amber, I don't really say too much, but I don't know, Amber, I don't know if you're still listening or if you're still on or you probably just came on and came off. I don't know, I I can't tell because (laughs) my phone is tripping. So, but Amber, if you are still on here, listen you know what? I just want to encourage your heart right because I, I do I see your post sometimes and I don't really say too much or it, it's just because I don't like or comment or you know come through every now and again but every now and again when I I come through I'm praying for you so I just want your heart to be encouraged I just want you to be encouraged I know as we get older and our children are growing and we're looking at where we are within ourselves in life and we're thinking. Is it going to get better is there's going to be some changes you know what more can possibly be you know where we are and i just I, I don't know i just i've been praying for you i've been praying for you um and nothing major i'm not saying that, let me let me thank you holy spirit let me say this to those who are listening um, i'm not saying that we've had a conversation i'm not saying that anything bad is wrong I just want to encourage your heart because I know life within itself can be a struggle. Life within itself can bring trouble. And whether it's those who are connected to us or those who are around us or whether it's on our job and our homes, you know, and our finances or, or whatever, whatever the case may be, I just wanted to encourage your heart. Nothing more, nothing less. Right. So just continue to trust God, continue to know that it does get better it does it may not seem like it now but it does get better it does so um i just wanted to encourage your heart nothing more nothing less to know that i am praying for you amen and so i want to thank you all that are that are on here um i want to thank you that are that are listening that are watching that are following me i want to thank you personally for your prayers um continue to pray for me Um, I'm not going to sit here and say, um, I don't have bad days. I don't have depressing days. Um, I'm going to literally tell you that at any given moment, at any given time, when you're, when you don't even expect it, when it comes unexpectedly, uh, just a heaviness, a heavy burden will just fall on top of you and you then you start having all of these feelings you have all of the emotions you have all of these memories you know of the person that might have passed or the person that might have you know walked away from you or you walked away from them but I just want to let you all know that I, I definitely um definitely 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 are feeling the prayers of the righteous I am definitely feeling the prayers of the righteous continue to pray for me you know there's a songwriter that says somebody prayed for me had me on their mind took the time and prayed for me i'm so glad (laughs) i started laughing because i think i might have missed the verse but y'all know what i mean i'm just glad that somebody prayed for me and had me on their mind and took the time and prayed for me okay so I know y'all like Lord she just started singing (laughs) I did I did I did I did so y'all just continue to pray for me so I'm going to um I'm going to start now because it's 2 11 and I just uh, I don't know I just felt the need to you know really share that but I'm saying to you all today good afternoon Come on in, say hello to me, like, share, comment, and say amen. You know, if it blesses you. Today is how are you building God's house? How are you building God's house? And we're coming from 1 Kings, and I wanna go ahead and write that in here. Um, 1 Kings, we're on chapter 9, and I'm gonna also write in here the other scriptures that I'll be coming from today. I wanna go ahead and write that in here as well. So if you get your Bibles, please, 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 in your leisure time, if you're not able to read along with me and you want to come back and um, you want to come back and read these scriptures that I'm, I'm putting in here, please do so. Please do so. Um, there is lots of scriptures today. Um, there are definitely lots of scriptures today. So um, they're they're going to bless you. They're going to encourage you. And I'm glad that you are on, and so, um, I'm glad you are on, and I want to make sure I get all of these out, because I'm going to, um, Oh, how to I want you all to get these scriptures, and I'm taking my time. Because, uh, again, I'm not going to be on here long, but I'm going to be on here long enough for you all to get what you need. Amen. And so um, I do appreciate you all um, coming through and everything. And so, you know, God is good. God is good. Revelation 2 and 5. I'm going to put these in here because I want you, I do want you all to go back. And read, I do want you to read these scriptures for yourself. Like, I really do. I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to read these for yourself because they're going to bless you. They're going to encourage you. And I know when y'all see these scriptures, they'll be like, dang, she really going to go into that. Yeah, this one here. Um, dealing with the house is, you know, yeah. Some of you really need to understand, are you building God's house? And, and I want to first tell you that your, your house belongs to God. Your, your your house belongs to God. Your natural house belongs to God. Amen? And so I put all these scriptures in here. And I want you all to read those when you get some spare time. Amen? I want you all to read those when you get some spare time. But I'm going to do something. Um, let's see. All right, here we go. So, and I guess I should have. No, you know what, I shouldn't have, but let me see if I can do this. All right, so again, thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Share this to your pages. Let us go ahead. We're on chapter nine um, in 1 Kings. The book of kings first kings chapter nine and we're coming from um and i have i had moved it because i was studying in some areas so here we go first kings chapter nine one through nine is where we're coming from on today amen and so as you can see the title the 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 subject topic whatever is how are you building god's house first of all you must understand that your house belongs to the lord amen and we know that so many times the storms of life comes and it will cause us to shift it will cause us to move it will cause us to feel like we're drowning it will cause us to feel like we can't you know stay on top of things but i want you all to know what the purpose of why of why you must continue to build god's house because your house doesn't belong to you it belongs to the lord amen but because um but because a lot of things that we go through in life we really never understand so so let's 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 go ahead and let me pray, let me pray, and then we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and get started. So, first Kings chapter 9, starting at the first verse, and the reason it came to pass when Solomon had finished the building of the house of the Lord and the king's house, and all Solomon's desire, which he was pleased to do, that the Lord appeared to Solomon the second time as he had appeared unto him at Gibeon. And the Lord said unto him, I have heard your prayer and your supplication that you have made before me i have hollowed this house which thou hast built to put my name there forever and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually And if thou wilt walk before me as David your father walked in integrity of heart and in uprightness to do according to all that I have commanded you and will keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom upon Israel forever as I promised to David your father saying, There shall not fail thee a man upon the throne of Israel. Verse 6 says, This is what God is speaking to Solomon. He said, But if you shall at all turn from following me, you or your children, and will not keep my commandments and my statues, which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them. God says to Solomon, Then, will I cut off Israel out of the land which I have given them. And this house, which I have hallowed for my name, will I cast out of my sight. And Israel shall be a proverb and a byword among all people. And at this house, which is high, everyone that passes by it shall be astonished and shall hiss. And they shall say, why hath the Lord done this unto this land and to this house? Somebody need to say, they're going to ask. They're going to ask because they're going to see. And verse 9 says, and they shall answer because they forsook the Lord their God, who brought forth their fathers out of the land of Egypt and have taken hold upon other gods and have worshiped them and served them, therefore hath the Lord brought upon them all this evil. And see, yes, Jesus, yes, God has sent Jesus, his only begotten son, to this world to send us grace. But we mustn't forget what God had stated from the beginning. He didn't, And so it was Jesus who said, I didn't come to destroy the law or the prophets," He said, I came to fulfill the law and the prophet. And that is what we have to understand. You're going to have people that listens to the Old Testament and don't care too much for the New Testament. You're going to have people that's going to listen to the New Testament and don't care too much about the Old Testament. But the word tells us that we are to obey God's word god's word is just not in the old testament god's word is just not in the new testament god's word is from genesis to revelation and that's why the topic on today is how are you building god's house now mind you verse 10 says and it came to pass at the end of 20 years when solomon had built the two houses the house of the lord and the king's house. So in 20 years, it took Solomon to build the house of the Lord. And it took King Solomon to build his his um, his physical house. Not his natural house, but his physical house. The house that he lives in. But on today, I want to talk to you about your natural house. Amen. I want to talk to you about your natural house. Because what you have to understand is this. If we would just obey God's word, then we will be able to take care of our natural house. And no matter what storm comes in our life, our natural house won't be affected. Our natural house won't be infected. Our natural house, if it has the roots and it's spread out and it's in a solid foundation, and it is planted how it needs to be planted then no matter what storm comes no matter what people do no matter how people say it no matter what goes on in our lives no matter what hits our natural house we are planted by the river and we shall not be moved I'm, I'm trying to help somebody on today so Lord God I thank you for the word on today Lord God, I thank you for your word from Genesis to Revelation, from Revelation to Genesis, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for this day. This is the day that you have made. This is the day that belongs to you. This is the day that no matter what goes on on yesterday, we know that yesterday is gone and tomorrow is not promised. And all we have is this moment right now. All we have is now. All we have is today. All we have is this minute. All we have is this second. So, Lord God, I thank you for this day. That you have made, and I will continue to rejoice and be glad in it. We will continue to rejoice and be glad in it. So, God, I thank you for life, health, and strength. I thank you for the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be as central unto thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord God, I thank you for those who are watching. I thank you for those who are listening. I thank you for those who are following me as I follow the Lord. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, for those who are. Watching publicly and for those who are watching privately, Lord God. God, I thank you for those who are watching behind beyond the curtains, Lord God. And I thank you for those who are watching behind the curtains, Lord God. God, I thank you because it's not me, but it's all you. And God, I give you the glory, I give you the praise, and I give you the honor, Lord God. God, I pray that they are encouraged. God, I pray that their hearts are uplifted. God, I pray that they will see you and not me. I pray that they will hear you and not me. I pray that they will listen, Lord God. To the word that's going forth. Lord God, I pray that they apply the word that is going forth. Lord God, God, I pray that they just don't be hearer of the word, but doer of the word, Lord God. I pray that they don't continue to walk in their flesh. I pray that they don't continue to listen to their flesh. I pray that they will continue to use wisdom concerning their flesh. I pray that they will continue to use wisdom according to their flesh, Lord God. Because Jesus said to his disciples, and he sent it to us on today, that he knows that our spirit is willing but our flesh is in our flesh is weak and our spirit is indeed willing so Lord God help us to allow our spirit to override our flesh and not allow our flesh to override our spirit oh God I thank you Jesus hallelujah thank you Lord so God I ask you on today as we're learning from as we're learning through Solomon as we're learning through your word Lord God let somebody know they must remain faithful according to your word. They must remain committed according to your word. They must remain steadfast and unmovable according to your word, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So God, I ask you right now on today that this prayer goes forth in Jesus' name. I ask you on today that this prayer goes forth in Jesus' name. I ask you on today that this prayer goes forth in Jesus' name. So, Lord God, if there's anything that's in me that's not like you, I ask you to remove it right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Forgive me for any sin. Forgive me for any iniquity. Forgive me for any fault or mistake, Lord God, seen or unseen. So, God, I ask you on today that your Holy Spirit will continue to comfort me, that your Holy Spirit will continue to cover me that your holy spirit will continue to correct me in the mighty name of jesus so god i thank you for your presence god i thank you for the anointing god i thank you for calling and choosing me for such a time as this god i thank you for appointing me and anointing me for such a time as this oh god i thank you Because it's nobody but you. So, God, continue to lead me and guide me and direct me into your truth, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Lord God, I thank you for love, grace, and mercy. Continue to shine your grace. Continue to shine your mercy on your people, Lord God. So, God, we give you all the glory. And, Lord God, we want you to get the glory out of our story, Lord God. So, Lord God, as we learn on today how to how to maintain our house, how to build properly our house, Lord God, that you will continue to give us the tools, to give us the resources, to give us the people that will show us wisdom and direction, Lord God. So, God, I thank you on today, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord God, help us and show us name of the father the son and the holy ghost in jesus name i pray we pray and we all say amen amen and amen amen okay so moving forward all right so i just read to you first kings chapter 9 1 through 9 and what i want you to understand is that god's response to solomon's prayer affirmed that he had heard and answered. However, God added that he would establish Solomon's throne and the kingdom of Israel only if Solomon and the people would remain faithful and not turn away. Can I say that again? What you have to understand is that God came and confirmed and affirmed Solomon's prayer, but he also added to Solomon's, um, to, he added to establish Solomon's throne and he gave him some stipulations he gave him some conditions and what we have to understand is James tells us if we draw nigh to God God will draw nigh to us if we obey God's word then he will establish those things in our life that we want you know TI has a song and one of the one of the lyrics in his song says you can have whatever you like and you can have whatever you like, according to First, uh, according to Philippians chapter four and nineteen, when Paul said, <laughs> "Paul said, Lord have mercy." I Paul said, "But if, but if, but if," and that's what you have to understand. When Paul said in Philippians four nineteen, when he said, "But my God." but my God shall supply my every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Paul said his God will supply his every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And you have to understand, people say, well, what is God's will? What is his desire for my life? What, what, what do you mean by according to his riches and his glory? Well, what is that? Listen, Jesus said, he already knows what you have need of before you ask. But he also said, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. But it's according to his will. It's according to his riches. It's according to righteousness. It's according to how good you are. It's, it's, it's When Hezekiah turned his face and uh, towards the wall, when, when, when the prophet came in and said, you're going to die. And then he went and, and prayed to God. And he said, look on, the, look on the good things that I've done in my life. So before the prophet even got out of the court, God said, go back and tell him that he shall live and not die. So you need a prayer life. You need to go to God. You need to repent. You need to ask for forgiveness. You need to touch the hem of his garment if you want to not only just be healed, but made whole. Because your house doesn't belong to you. Your house belongs to God. Your natural house belongs to God. Your physical house belongs to God everything you own belongs to god why because jesus paid the price on calvary and not just for me but for you so here we have to understand that all scripture all of the scripture expresses this principle god's promises are fulfilled only when we seek to follow him and his ways that is what you have to understand so if we look at um when we look at um lord i had this scripture in my mind and it just went away it makes me wonder if i if i need to give this or not. it's gone so let me just move from there so so check this out so verse seven and, and nine and seven says he says oh it just came back thank you holy spirit i knew i couldn't move forward without without reading you without reading this this scripture to you listen second chronicles 7 and 14. thank you holy spirit i love the lord i love the lord the lord is a mind regulator and a heart fixer and listen and i I had a mouth i had a mouth where i did have a stroke in 2006 and the only residue that i had from that is a memory loss or my 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 thoughts or my memory it could be like I can remember, I can remember something right then, or something that comes to my mind. But then, by the time I say it, it's like it's just gone. So it's just you know that short memory loss. But God has been healing my mind daily, healing my mind daily. But Second Chronicles, and and what I want you to understand is right there when He said, when 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 I just read to you that God added um, what He would establish concerning Solomon, but there was some conditions. There was some conditions, and and in Second Chronicles. 7 and 14 and it says and let me let me go up to verse 11. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me re- let me put that in here. Hey, Toronda. Hey, Bishop. So Second Chronicles 7 and I'm going to read um, 11 through I'm going to read 11 through 22 and I'm not going to I'm, I'm going to try my best not to stop but I'm, I'm going to read that right there and so I'm gonna read that right there. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read it through so that you can get a better understanding of it. We know that key verse is verse 14, but 2 uh, uh, Chronicles 7 and um, 11 says, "Thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord and in his own house he prosperous prosperous." prosperously effective. verse 12 says and the lord appeared to solomon by night and said unto him i have heard your prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice your house a house of sacrifice how are you building god's house oh i feel my help coming on and i only got a sure i got listen. this is long but i only got a short time to get there so i need you all to follow me verse 13 says, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, he said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, mind you, what? listen, I just read to you over in chapter nine, where it says that in, in verse, uh, um, verse three, where it says, And the Lord said unto them, I have heard your prayer. And in verse one, it said that the Lord, in verse two, that the Lord appeared to Solomon the second time. The first time, listen, Lord have mercy. The first time the Lord spoke to Solomon in a dream was to ask him, what is it that you need? What is it that you want? You, you've done well. I want to bless you. I, whatever your heart's desire, I want to give it to you. And David didn't ask for money. David didn't ask for power. David didn't ask for this. David didn't ask for that. He said, I need wisdom. He said, Lord, I, I need wisdom to be able to judge good and evil. You put me in this place and I'm young. And I don't know how to go in or how to go about. You need to go back and read. You need to go back to read 1st King and listen to what Solomon said said to God in his dream. And when Solomon woke up, He had wisdom, he had knowledge, he had understanding. And so now here we are 20 years later and God is appearing to Solomon once again in a dream and he's telling him, listen, I've heard your prayer and thank you for praying to me. But now I'm gonna say this, I will establish everything you have. I will establish everything you own. I will establish your, your marriage. I will establish your children. I will establish your health. I will establish your mind i will establish your heart i will establish your job i will establish your business i will establish you i will establish everything you have everything you own but here's what i'm going to say to you but if he said but if i shut up heaven that there'll be no rain or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if you are my people, if you are not bad, if you are not evil, if you stand on my word, if you obey my commandments, if you don't serve other gods, he said, if you stay humble, if you pray, if you seek my face, if you turn away from wicked ways, he said, I will hear from heaven. So no matter what storms of life come it may hit you but it may, it will not hurt you you may fall down but you won't stay down if a pestilence come everything around you will be affected but you won't if famine come everybody there'll be some that won't have no food but you will have food That's only if you are obeying my commandments. That's only if you're walking in my ways. That's only if you are obeying my statutes. That's only if you are doing what I ask you to do. That's only if you're staying where you need to stay. That's only if you're not marrying these heathen women. That's only if. And verse 15 says, he said, so God says, now my eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place for now i have chosen and sanctified this house lord help me jesus that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually and as for you If you walk before me as David your father walked and do according to all that I have commanded you and shall observe my statutes and my judgments, then will I establish the throne of your kingdom according as I have covenanted with David your father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man to be ruler in Israel, but if you turn away. And forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve other gods and worship them. Then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land, which I have given them. And this house, somebody say, and this house, somebody say, somebody say. And this house, I say it, somebody say, and this house, and this house, which I have sanctified for my name, will I cast out of my sight and will make it to be a proverb and a byword among all nations. Did he not just say that in First Kings? In verse 7, he said, he told Solomon, Solomon, if you do not do what I have called you according to what I also told your father, you shall be a proverb and a byword among all people. Among all people. Here he says, among all nations. 21, and this house, which is high, shall be an astonishment, to everyone that passes by it, so that he shall say, What has the Lord done to this house? And it shall be answered, because they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, and had and laid hold on other gods and worshiped them and served them. Therefore, he has brought evil upon this house. Some of you think that now, now, mind you, his expected end for us is not evil. God's expected end of us is not evil, but if we don't turn from our wicked ways, if we don't turn from sin, if we don't walk away from transgressions, then it causes our own selves to have an an, an, an an evil end. God's expectations of us is not to have an evil end. It, it's not. He wants to see good in us. Jesus said you can have life and have life more abundantly, but it's how you live in your life. How are you living your life? What are you putting into your body? How are you building God's house? How are you building your building? Listen, so verse 7 says, This house will I cast out of my sight. God said he would no longer manifest his presence, his power, or his glory in this temple if the people failed to follow his ways sincerely. This warning applies under the new covenant as well if a church fails. I'm sorry, a new covenant as well. So again, I said earlier, everybody wants to stay in, in the Old Testament. There's some that want to stay in the New Testament. But what we don't understand is we got to be in the old and the new, the new and the old. I said it earlier. Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law or the prophet. I came to fulfill. So we already know that there are some things that we can do that is naturally right. There's some things that we can do that is righteously right. And then there's some things that is that now is against the law. We, we don't have to cut bullocks. We don't have to cut the ox. We don't have to do any of that. But Jesus Christ came that we could have an altar and we pray to our Father in heaven. And Jesus Christ is to intercede for us on our behalf. We no longer have to go to a priest for us. We can now go to Jesus Christ for ourselves. Now, there are some like the Catholics. They have a priest that you go in, you give your, you know, you confess your sins and your faults to the priest behind the behind the door that they have and you know I, we've always seen on TV where they start that with forgive me father for I have sinned to a person and then that person is able to judge according to your sin or according to your fault and they'll tell you right there the Lord has forgiven you go and sin no more the Lord has forgiven you, but now some of us who don't who are not Catholic or don't have to do that anymore. We know how to go to God ourselves. Oh, I'm trying to help y'all I'm trying to help somebody. So, what does that mean? So when we look at, let's go to I'm almost done. Let's go to right quick, let's go to um Jeremiah 17. Let's go to Jeremiah. And I've already put the scriptures into um, the the comment section, so if y'all need to go back and and look at those scriptures you can, but Jeremiah chapter 17, and I'm going to read through 5 through 18, I'm going to read through it pretty quickly, because like I said, I got got so much to give you but a short time to get there, but I'm going to try my best to give this all to you quick, fast, in a hurry, so if I go too fast, I do apologize. If I don't get finished, then we'll continue it on tomorrow. Amen, if it's the Lord's will. So, Jeremiah 17, starting at the fifth verse, and it reads, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that continues to trust in man, and maketh his flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land and not inhabited. I missed the verse. Hold on. Verse six. For he shall be like the heath in the desert and shall not see when good cometh but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land and not inhabited. Verse seven says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. So we just heard that in verse five that, The Lord said, cursed be the man that trusteth in man. But verse 7 says, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. Verse 8 says, for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding few fruit the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it now i really now you know what do i am going to start right there let me mm, no let me keep reading first it says i the lord searches the heart i tried the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruits of his doings as the partridge sitteth on eggs and the and hatches them not. So he that get his riches and not by right shall leave them in the midst of his days and at his end shall be a fool. A glorious high throne from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. 13 says, O Lord, the hope of Israel, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed and they that depart from me shall be written in the earth because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. 14 is kind of my favorite. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. Behold, they say unto me, where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. As for me, I have not hastened from being a pastor to follow thee neither have I desired the woeful day. Thou knowest that which came out of my lips was right before thee. Be not a terror unto me. Thou art my hope in the day of evil. And 18 says, let them be confounded that persecute me, but let not me be confounded. Let them be dismayed, but let not me be dismayed. Bring upon them the day of evil and destroy them with, double destruction. Here's what you all have to understand. Those who trust sinners in themselves and in human resources are destined for disappointments, spiritual poverty, and ultimate loss. On the contrary, those who fully trust in the Lord will be blessed and ultimately rewarded with a godly inheritance. They will not be afraid or anxious in any of life's distances. I'm sorry life circumstances because their roots go down deep into god in order for you to build god's house your root your foundation has to be deeply rooted in god lord help me jesus the heart is the inner being of a person and includes one's desires one's feelings and thoughts so we have to understand that above all it is desperately evil and corrupt as a result people turn to selfishness and evil rather to god's way of righteousness the corrupt human heart is beyond cure and cannot be changed by itself it can't so many times we try to fix people you can't fix people and you can't you can't fix people's heart all you can do is work on your heart work on your salvation work on God's desire, work work on God's help for you. Only you can work on you with the Holy Spirit. You can use your Holy Spirit to help somebody's heart. They gotta have their own Holy Spirit to ask the Lord to help on their heart. You can show the light of Jesus. You can show the light of God's word. You can show the, the, the smile of the Holy Spirit you must be the light. You can walk in darkness and be somebody's light because of their heart is evil and wicked. But because their heart is evil and wicked, don't let your heart be evil and wicked. Oh, I'm trying to help you. The only remedy is to experience God's grace. Be born again through faith in Christ and receive a new heart and in order for you to receive a new heart you must be reborn again no you do not go back to your mother's room to go back in as a grown person reborn again means that you are changing your lifestyle you are changing your attitude you are changing from evil to good you are changing from wrong to right you are walking out of unrighteousness and you're walking into righteousness so you must hate evil so you must hate evil and hate delighting in its doing you got to delight yourself in god's will you got to delight yourself in god's way you got to delight yourself in god's word so when jeremiah went and said heal me save me he said in the face of persecution in the face of opposition Jeremiah prays for God's grace to help him continue his prophetic ministry. When I was reading this, when I was studying this, And when i got to where it said in 16 as for me i have not hastened from being a pastor to follow you meaning i lord i ain't walked away from you from being a pastor i ain't walked away from you from being a woman of god i ain't walked away from you because of the evil that is around me i ain't walked away from you because of this that and the other lord i need you to heal me i need you to save me and when i when you heal me i will be healed when you save me i will be saved because at the end of the day some folk is trying to kill me and take me out So we have to understand that Jeremiah was praying in the midst of persecution. Jeremiah was praying in the midst of opposition. Jeremiah was praying in the midst of depression. Jeremiah was praying and being lonely because he wasn't able to be married. He wasn't able to have children. So Jeremiah always felt like there was no hope, but he had hope. Oh, I need y'all to catch that. Jeremiah always felt like he was crying all the time and he was like, woe is me and I can't and woe is me. And I shouldn't. And woe is me. But because it's and when I wanted to throw in itself, but I can't because it's like his word is like fire that's shut up in my bones. I gotta get it out. I got to preach God's word. I got to give to the people. I need to encourage them. So, how are you building God's house in the midst of a storm? How are you building God's house in the midst of adversity? How are you building God's house in the midst of the enemy? How are you building God's house in the midst of a a meltdown? How are you building God's house in the midst of a broken marriage? How are you building God's house in divorce? How are you building God's house when your finances are taking a backseat? How are you building God's house in the midst? how you're still going to read his word. You're still going to obey his word. You're still going to stand still and you're going to do what Jeremiah said. You're going to be like that tree that's planted on the side of the river because your roots grow deep into the water. Your roots grow deep as your foundation to God, for God, because of God. Lord, help me, Jesus. Hey, Pastor Tucker. Hey, hey, Melinda. So what you have to understand is this. God's grace. Jeremiah prays for God's grace to help him continue his prophetic ministry. The people and the false prophets had been taunting him and sculping out his and sculping at his prophecies because his predictions had not yet been fulfilled. So in spite of this suffering, Jeremiah refused to turn from his ministry. But continue to look to God for strength and help. In the midst of adversity, look for God's strength and help. In the midst of persecution, look for God's strength and help. In the midst of your children acting crazy, look for God's strength and help. In the midst of your husband or your wife acting crazy, seek God for help and strength for help and strength, no matter what you are dealing with, no matter what you are going through, you're building God's house. So in the midst of you building God's house, you got to put his name on it. And you got to walk in his ways. You got to walk in his commandments. You got to obey his word. Because if you don't, God said, people are going to walk past your house. They're gonna walk past you. They're gonna see the look on your face. They're gonna see how you're dressed. They're gonna see what you're. They're gonna be like, "Dang, they're going through." Have you ever said that to somebody? Have you walked past a family member, or walked past some people in church, or been, or just been looking and be like, man, they going through. A man ain't shaved his beard, he ain't cut his hair. Y'all be like, oh my God, this brother is going through. A woman, she ain't, she ain't shaved, she ain't washed, she ain't changed her clothes, she ain't put no makeup on, she ain't did her hair, and y'all be like, girl, you is going through. Oh, I'm trying to help you. and and trying to show you how are you building God's house? How are you building God's house? How are you working it out? How are you leading? How are you guiding? How are you directing? What are you doing to your house? Are you rooted in God? Lord, help me. Are you rooted in God? Are you rooted in God? How deep do your roots go? How deep? Are your roots growing that no matter what happens, you're not going to be moved. You're you're not going to be moved. So listen, what you have to understand is this in the midst of adversity, stand still. Here's a question for you. Will you still remain faithful? Will you still remain faithful? Will you still remain faithful? will you still remain faithful listen right quick we're gonna go to John 14 we're going to John 14 and that's my last scripture and I'll finish it up on tomorrow because I, this this right here y'all y'all got to get this y'all y'all got to get this John 14 John 14 thirteen listen john 14 13 says and whatsoever let me go back up to 12. thank you holy spirit let me read john 14 12. verily verily i say unto you he that believeth on me the works that i do shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because i go unto my father and whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will i do that the father may be glorified in the son if you shall ask anything in my name i will do it 15 says if you love me keep my commandments and i will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the son i'm sorry even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, you know him, you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. 18 says, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you, yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but you see me. You see me because I live, you shall live also. At that day, you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Lord, have mercy. Listen, this is what you have to understand. Prayer in Jesus' name involves at least two things. One, praying in harmony with his nature, character, and will. And two, praying with faith in him and his authority and with the desire to glorify both the Father and the Son. So praying in the name of Jesus therefore means that Jesus will answer any prayer that he would have prayed himself. There is no limit to the power of prayer when addressed to Jesus or the Father in holy faith according to his desire. That is what you have to understand. Jesus will ask the Father to give the counselor, only to those who are serious about their love for him and their devotion to his word. Jesus uses the present. Jesus uses the present tense, where he said, if you love me, that's emphasizing a continuing attitude of love and obedience. So the spirit will be led, I'm sorry, the spirit will be by the disciples side to help and strengthen them. So the same way that the Spirit was by the disciples, today the Spirit will be beside you. The Spirit will lead you. The Spirit will guide you. The Spirit will comfort you. The Spirit will help you. The Spirit will strengthen you. The Spirit will do everything that Jesus had done then and will continue to do now you if you don't have the holy spirit you need the holy spirit because if you're trying to build god's house you need the holy spirit you need the spirit of truth you need the comforter you need god you need jesus to intercede for you to stand in the gap for you to help you to encourage you to uplift you for your roots to be deep rooted into the ground. So no matter what try to come against your house, it won't take you out. Because while everything is going on, your leaves on your branch is not gonna turn brown. Your leaves on your branch will remain green and they will continue to produce the right fruit. Lord have mercy. So listen, I gotta go. 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 But we're gonna finish it, we're gonna finish this up on tomorrow so tomorrow it will be part two to how are you building God's house part two so part two will be tomorrow how are you building God's house so I want to thank you all for tuning in I want to thank you all for listening I want to thank you all for following me as I follow the Lord and know that If it's the Lord's will and the creek hadn't risen, I'll be here on tomorrow at 12 noon because God is good. He is worthy to be praised and I love him so much and he loves me even the more. So know that on today, I am praying for you. Know that I love you, but God loves you more. So thank you for tuning in to Bible study, to um, Bible study brunch, sounding the alarm. How are you building God's house? I am Pastor Sweeney Holloway, and this is my Deliverance Ministries. And I continue to solicit your prayers. Continue to pray for me as I continue to pray for you. So once again, thank you for tuning in to How Are You Building God's House? To the Bible Study Brunch, sounding the alarm. This is can we talk about alive? And I will see you on tomorrow. I, I will see you on tomorrow. Amen. Amen.